Freestyle Friday. Good morning, evening, or afternoon. You're listening to Freestyle Friday on the Distraction Network. I'm your host, Midnight Holiday. And I'm joined today by my goofy-ass friend, Prince. Who was sitting here wondering why the fuck you doing that voice. Yeah, trying to turn some women off. Maybe if Antonio Brown used that voice, he wouldn't be in a situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be... (laughs) Antonio Brown out here (laughs) blaming everybody, dude. Everybody. (laughs) Golly, man. So... I guess that's where we're starting at today. Listen, Antonio Brown. What's going on with this dude? Listen, the girl said fucking stop. You should have taken that under advisement. You wouldn't be in this situation right now. <laughs> Did you say stop? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just take a second to... Hey, for men and women out there, just to let you know, no means no. Like, no, like if you're a woman and, you say, and a man says no, that means no. If you're uh, uh, anything. Also, if you're a woman and a woman says no, that means no. If your man, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Joking, joking, joking. That's my LGBT joke for today. Did you actually <laughs> did you say that group name right? Did you like nope. LGBT? <laughs> <laughs> like this dude. Nope, didn't say it right at all. all but right. that's my that is my rainbow joke for today. Um, um but <laughs> all right, before we get into that though, um, I want to say shout out to the homegirl Heather McGee. Yeah. Um. I was watching Real Time with Bill Maher uh, Friday night, and Andrew Sullivan was on, and as always, he tries to dominate the conversation, um, but to no avail, because Heather McGee, to no avail, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I saw Players Club recently, um, Heather McGee, um, she was working a body, uh, she caught his ass with a few, but she made a real good point. You said she was working that body? Working the body, like no body blows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a fight. I, I thought you was talking about her body. I don't know what it looked like. She made a um, real good point. A point that I always <laughs> keep saying, um, I keep saying, but no one seems to listen. So hopefully, since a black woman on TV said it, people will listen. And she made the point about black fathers, and everyone acts like black fathers are not involved in black their children's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but numbers have shown that percentage-wise, out of all the actual demographics, black fathers are the most involved in their kids' lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people and it. People don't understand the nuance of language, like single mother. They may be a bunch of single mothers in the black community. May not be. I don't know. We do. We actually do well when it comes to marriage and things like that. Um, like our divorce rates are very low. Right. Um, but single mother means just that you're a mother who's not in a relationship or at least a, a romantic relationship. Just because the father doesn't fuck with your ass anymore, that doesn't mean he doesn't come around to see his kids. He doesn't take care of his kids. I think that was mean. Yeah, man. Well, shit, you know. Well, <laughs> hey, takes so, two to tangle. If hey, the relationship failed, both of y'all failed. What I say is, what I, what I, what I think. First of all, in these relationships, um, we we are a community based group, though. So we are community based, like in the hood. We're a community. We yeah. don't, and it's because that's how we survive. Also, but in the hood, Listen. we do. A father could be there for his child. 
a father cannot be there for his child. But if that father's not stepping up, somebody else in that hood is so stepping help, up. Yeah, or help at least, yeah. Yeah, somebody's helping us, helping in that neighborhood. And it was, we did that more often when before uh, DSS came in and the government came in to start offering these programs. Right. But they offered the programs in hopes, well, you could only take the program if you kicked the father out of the house. So one of the things that um, I was learning growing up was, yeah, we had fathers in the houses, but then they together wasn't able to make it. So the father might have a minimum wage job and the mother is a uh, at-home care, but the minimum wage job barely pays rent, and then they're suffering everywhere else. So it will help out better if the man moved out. They pretend like they divorced, and then the man goes on live his other life. All right, you, you, dra- you draft it now. You draft it now. Huh? You draft it a little bit right now. All right. So, Stop that, my nigga. No, 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 no. I'm saying, but that program there um, kind of fucked up the community for a little while, yeah. but we ended up being able to come back off of it. But back to the point is, like, even me, like, I have a different biological father than my two brothers. But they're – and my biological father wasn't shit anyway. No. But, um, <laughs> I mean, he ain't shit. He's still living. But um, he has a bunch of kids and stuff, and none of none of the kids, like, they go by, oh, that's our dad. We should take care of him and stuff like that. But he he's not like a – he's a shitty person. But the man that I call my dad, he actually took care of me. He took care of the kids that he fathered with my mom. He took care of any kid that he fathered. And if the kid had brothers and sisters and shit, he took care of them too. I mean, That's it kept him broke. But, <laughs> <laughs> but but in the community, most men, they were, they were somewhere along that line. Right. Well, so I've, I've seen both sides of it. And, yeah. That's Most men are along the side of my my dad and not my father. Yeah, so I mean, that's what's up. Um, I mean, my thing is, I just got I'm tired of wearing that jacket of, you know, black men ain't shit and all that. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, bro, why does I feel like you I, know who be saying black men ain't shit? Who? Other people that ain't shit. That's true. Um, like that's real. But my thing is, man, I'm tired of feeling like I'm surrounded. Like no matter where I go, I get told I'm doing something wrong. And it's like I'm just happy that she pointed that out. Yeah, yeah. And and don't don't read into other people. I I learned a long time ago. It don't don't give too much of a care about what people say, which is weird because I I, I worked in the entertainment industry since I've been about seventeen. Yeah. And off and on since I've been about seventeen, but it's the industry where you want people to like you. Right. But people that chase that clout. And always wanting people to like them, it drives you crazy. You go loony. You forget about a whole nother part of your life, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of like that Antonio Brown situation right okay, now. Okay, <laughs> why don't we just jump right into this, man? <laughs> God damn, so, man! Like, bro, I'm you know I'm a Steeler fan, mm-hmm. right? You are. Yeah, we talked oh, about this. Yeah, I keep forgetting because I don't watch football. And I forget who fan who everybody fandom is. I mean, so that. I, watching that dude, man, I was like, this must have been how my father felt watching Lynn Swan and John Stalker back in the 70s. <laughs> you know, because, um, it, I mean, he was such a he's such a great talent. And just suddenly, the shit went left. Now, apparently, he was he was fucking crazy before that. 
but the shit didn't get out. He and, was fucking crazy. Well, apparently he is. Um, crazy the crazy K R A Z I I that one. Oh, uh, crazy from that um orange new black. He's he's insane. Oh, oh, crazy as in he, he, his mind. Yeah, okay, apparently okay. there's a bunch of shit that Pittsburgh was really good at keeping under wraps. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. Also, Coach Willie Tackett down in Florida State. Got a big win Saturday. Uh, leave that brother alone. Give him time to do his thing. Damn, left field much? Um, no, I had to say that, man. <laughs> no, listen. I'm a Florida State fan in college ball, man. And ever since the brother was hired, uh, no racist down there wanted him fired. Right. Damn, bars. Um, and... Listen, it's like college football. It takes at least four years for a head coach to actually really start doing his job because you have to get your whole recruiting class in there. Yeah, you got to you got to filter out basically what everybody else put in. Yeah, and I was disappointed in like the crowd at that game because I was like when Jimbo Fisher was losing in his last year with us. These motherfuckers didn't abandon him like that. Mm-mm. So, I mean, you know, I always say one of these things, I don't always say this first time I'm saying it on recorded, but one of these things is not like the other. One of these things is not like the other. People don't like Black Panther, but it's basically the same story as Captain America Civil War or the X-Men. One of these things is not like the yes, others. people that didn't like Black Panther? Uh, yeah, we call them uh, white supremacists. Oh. Um, yeah, they was like, it's overrated. It's overrated. Like, the story's not overrated. It's derivative as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like is it the same exact story that was in um, Civil War back in 2016? Mm. I didn't hear white boys mad about that saying it was overrated. It's the same basic story as the X Men. I didn't hear anybody saying that shit was overrated. But you can't underrate Black Panther though. That shit was Black fucking, Panther was that shit was fucking shit. dope. Yeah, out of here. So there's no way anybody anybody that's go see it they're gonna overrate it. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> they go come out <laughs> having no wrongs to say about it. You know who should have been on dope though? Maybe Antonio Brown. Maybe he wouldn't be doing some of this crazy shit. Uh, he probably is on dope. <laughs> <laughs> or stop doing it, bro. You are fucking rich, right? This last two contracts have been pretty good for him, right? Yeah. And he keeps talking about guaranteed money, but like the 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 word on the Steelers is that even if we don't guarantee all your money, we even if the Steelers don't guarantee all your money. The Steelers have a reputation of doing right by their players, right? right? Like you had to, you had to either fuck up real bad, or your talent you got to fall off a cliff talent wise for them to actually get ready before the contracts up. Yeah. Um, and he actually completed all of his contracts with us. He was about to complete the last one, right? Um, and suddenly he decided that he needed to get away from he us. He just wanted to be like what Le'Veon. Le'Veon was, was a different situation. Le'Veon's a running back. Well, I know that. So, Le'Veon. So what? What he wanted was to. He was. He was saying that since everybody's doing Le'Veon wrong, they was gonna do him wrong too. So, it came to the point where they was where. Um, Along those lines, yeah. Yeah, the Steelers was like, "Oh, you're a problem," and he was like, "The Steelers well, are a problem." Well, it's not a problem per se. Like he wasn't like a headache, outside of the fact that they kept having to talk about him. The situation was okay. You know how they said like the average NFL career is like two point whatever years. Yeah. It's way shorter for a running back. Yeah. Because, you know, his job is basically, if he's not avoiding it, it's not like a receiver. It's his job is to have a car crash every play. Every play, right? <laughs> and I like a lineman. Like, I played O-line. Yeah, I can hit every play, but it's not like the it's not like the dude has a running start against me. Have you ever seen the CTE movie? No. Okay, I'm going to explain something that happened in that CTE movie. 
right after the break. What's up? It's Heavy D. Every podcast, we want to come to you with topics that you want to hear about, but that's just it. We don't know what you want to hear about unless you let us know on Facebook at DistractNet, on Twitter at Distract underscore net, on our website, www.distractionnetwork.com, or email us at thedistractionnetwork at gmail.com. I am back. Okay, CTE movie. So, um, in that CTE movie, the one that uh, Will Smith played, yeah. played the doctor. Um, Which I heard he should have got an Oscar for, right? He should have. Like, a lot of people saying that it was a bad movie, but I think that was a political move because they did not want people to be watching that movie and find out what's really going on in these people's heads. Kind of like saying Black Panther was overrated. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, one of the things that happened in that movie is they realized that even like offensive or defensive defensive linemen, yeah, they are more apt to having those um, CTE issues. Well, yeah, because than a running back because they're having those instead of them having a big car crash every time, they're yeah. basically running, hit, bumping, like walking into a yeah. wall constantly. And they was talking about how the repeated slaps to the head, which happens on every single play, yeah, like. Take your by your face mask, move your face mask, slap you on the head to get your head to move another way. Your whole body moves with it. Yeah, and that those little hits daily over over a career. Yeah, we yeah we we get hit more often on yeah, the line, but not as hard, yeah. but more often. Yeah, and that's actually just as bad for you or worse for you than um the the running back. But running backs have an added risk in that a linebacker or what have you is running into his body as hard as he can. So even if the line running back doesn't have like head issues, his body's going to wear down faster. Yeah. So Le'Veon and we ran the shit out of Le'Veon Bell because mm-hmm. remember he was he wasn't just our number one running back. He was also basically our third receiver. Yeah. So he was being used a lot. He was on. Uh, he was a three down back. Yeah. A full three down back. So his thing was like, man, listen, I'm going to wear down pretty quick. I'm mm-hmm. getting to that age where running backs fall off that cliff. I need long term guarantees. That's his old issue. That was his whole no, issue. Like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was this whole issue. Um, so I didn't really, I didn't really fault Le'Veon. I understand the business move there. Like I mm-hmm. was, I wish Le'Veon the best. I don't either. I think I think it needs to be flipped up for running backs. I think once you recruit a running back or you draft a running back, their first contract needs to be a like, bigger contract, and their second contract needs to be a huge contract. That's actually along the lines of what I told Pat. Shout out to Pat. Um, Hello, Patrick. <laughs> I, I said that the next collective bargaining agreement they need to make. Some type of, of um, some type of concessions for running backs, right? Like maybe their contracts aren't fully on the books, if at all. Mm-hmm. You know, or basically, I would do like the NFL, NBA does: shorter contracts, fully guaranteed for running backs. That's smart. Yeah, because think about smart. it. If I can get you for two years, fifty million fully guaranteed, I'm not on the hook for that fifty million after two years. Mm-hmm. I'm have to pay you short bursts. I have to pay you a lot of money in short term. Yeah. But if you fall off that cliff after year two, well. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Lo- I, I lost. I got what I needed out of you. Yeah, you fall off that cliff. Yeah, but yeah. Antonio's situation, it was like, bro, you. They paying the fuck out of you. Yeah, and even though he's probably the best receiver in the league, well, well, it's the best receiver. He in probably the league. still is. Uh, well, he's retired now. <laughs> this <morning. laughs> that shit came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm retiring, man. Yeah, you go retire because you're going to jail. You've been retired. Well, he he lucky they civil cases and he's not going to jail for him. Well, okay, allegedly, assuming that he, assuming he did it, I'm not sure. 
Oh, he did that shit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I should get the court. This, this is not an R. Kelly situation. <laughs> Surviving AB. <laughs> He, I was so, in the room alone and he ran. Yeah. He did a Did he, you hear the shit that he did to his trainer? What's that? His trainer? The female? What the said, first like, one was his trainer. And yeah, so I need to read up on it because I um, don't like I I don't I, read through that stuff to find out. Apparently exactly what he happened. apparently he masturbated and finished on her back. Um and apparently she wasn't down with it. Mm. Um he missed the doing it apparently, but the way in the text message mm-hmm. but the way he words it in the text message is kind of He's not. He's not a strong speller. So he just made her sit there. He's not a strong speller. So I can't say yeah. he made her sit there while he masturbated and nut on her back. I don't know. I'm telling you, he's not a strong speller. So I really don't know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> I just know he's. I just know the first thing he said. I jacked off on your back. So I was like, okay, he did it. Mm. He the act. He did the act. As far as if he's saying that she was cool with it, I didn't get that. Because again, what he's was not, her response in the text though? Sherp, she wasn't in the text. She never responded. Oh. Or at least they never showed her response. Mm. They only showed what he sent her. Mm. Um, I got to read on it. No, because when it comes to, I have to prepare myself to read about rape and stuff like that. I can't just start reading. Yeah, I got you. So, but, um, but, um, <laughs> what this dude, man, it's like, so again, apparently Pittsburgh was keeping a lot of things on the wraps. Because mm-hmm. the, the thing, I mean, he was very productive for us. And this, side note. All those NFL people who keep talking about what kind of message that Mike Tomlin sent to him by, um, you know, condoning some of his behavior because he was so talented. That is a, that's a very naive mindset. I don't know a job where the most talented or at least the most productive person doesn't get concessions. Yeah, that's every job. Yeah. Like, if you are more, I mean, everybody has basic inherent human value, mm-hmm. but we're not all valuable to the cause or as valuable as the other person. Yeah. You know, a quarterback's probably going to get more consensus because he's the quarterback. And we as black people know that is anything else. That we was. know there's always something someone else can get away with that we can't get away with. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but um, he was like, I mean, he was getting a lot of concessions in Pittsburgh. So I don't know why you would fuck that up. They get you getting money with them. Uh-huh. They're letting you basically do what you do. Because Ryan Clark said a few times that there was a few times that he almost took matters into his own hands because mm-hmm. the team wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Like, he cursed out the defensive coordinator, the great Dick LeBeau. And Ryan Clark was like, I almost busted his ass. Mm. So it was like, okay, bro, you are so free to the point that other players are trying to put their hands on you. Yeah. And you leave that situation? Yeah. And, I don't know. that it, the, the, the shit is, like, weird. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy because, you, you know, on one hand, Antonio Brown needs help. You know something's going on in his head. And, you know, like the Steelers said when they let him go, or traded him, they traded him, right? Yeah, to the, um, like, to the fucking Raiders. <laughs> so, like they said when they let him go, and like the team was saying, hey, this is an Antonio Brown thing. This is not a Steelers thing. And everybody yeah. was like, nah, it's Antonio Brown. I mean, it's the Steelers thing. We yeah. see now. And then like They blame the Steelers hard for that yeah, shit, yeah. Everybody had excuses when he was at the Raiders trying to get out of that contract. Acting crazy. And then got signed to the Patriots. They was like, ah, oh, Antonio Brown did the greatest thing ever. That was genius what he did. And then I'm on the sideline like, hmm. The Patriots just keep a lot of cap space because they don't pay their quarterback. Shit. <laughs> and they they was able to sign him with that money um, because they keep a lot of cap space because they don't pay their quarterback. Yeah. Um, but on the other end of that, like – I thought he was just he was acting a fool, and I was like, "Man, 
Antonio Brown is not gonna be good on on the Patriots. But I thought it was gonna go. I didn't know he was this loony. I thought it was gonna go to the point where he was gonna get at least week ten, and then it was gonna start coming back out. Yeah, like, I thought he was gonna chill out till about week ten, week eleven. But nope. Here's the thing. I, in hindsight, in hindsight, it's 2020. We all know that. I probably should have seen this coming because he doesn't actually fit the profile of the quote-unquote damaged players that Bill Belichick usually picks up. Because mm-hmm. Bill Belichick usually picks up guys who are on their last legs. Like, And this is what I've always said. Like The, the thing about Bill Belichick that it, it kind of confuses me as to why no one notices it in the media. Mm-hmm. People always talk about the fact that he has such control over that team. Like you got to think about it. He picks up guys where that's their last stop is right. New England. Like if you if you don't make it here, nobody else is gonna pick you up. Nope. Right. So these guys have no choice but to listen to Bill Belichick, and he gives them simple assignments. Like hey, on this play, we don't want these guys to break contain, so you just stay here and contain. I think he he makes it really simple. I I. I Right. I look at it like, um, I think they call him, I was a football coach in high school, was Coach Carey, I think. Yeah. But he makes it simple. Like, it seems like you could do, you could run high school equivalent plays on a NFL level if Bill Belichick is your coach because he just makes it that simple for everybody. Yeah. But you know the problem with that is? When you got the horses on your offense, that his players on defense can't keep up with, right? You usually run them out the building mm. because think about it. You probably got a cornerback that runs a four six, so you mm. know, hey, we're going to do cover three to stay your ten to fifteen yards back, right? But he's facing a receiver that runs a four two eight. Mm-hmm. That receiver's going to eat that cushion up pretty fast, and he's going to blow by you. That's 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 the problem with his defense. Really though, four six and four two on the football field. Like this is one of the things I was always noticing. Four six and four two on the football field. Is it that much of a difference? Yeah, it's not. Have you ever seen somebody run to four six up against somebody run to four two? I ran a four three on the football field. Evidence. I need evidence of that. You won't have evidence unless they got my 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 high school stuff from ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, all them years. You don't want to haul that pat later on the day, right? Okay. I ran a four three. And I got smoked one time on the football field by probably, DB. Playing pr- defense. You probably had bad technique. I was a uh, receiver, though. So. Treating so and smoked by the DB? The DB no, just, no, 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 no. This was doing practice. I had a uh, – there was a practice dude. I was playing – you know, you know, you, when you go to a 2A high school, you play both ways. Yeah. So, um, I was defending – Yeah, because Pat was linebacker back name, yeah, right, yeah. I ain't going to call his name out, but I was defending somebody. And we was running stride by stride, and next thing you know, he just blew right past me. Maybe he has no – I mean, I caught him, but still. He probably has next man speed. Mm. But usually usually people are as fast as their 40 turn, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, But what I'm saying – but you get my point, though. If you run – if that DB from Bill Belichick runs up against a guy who just pretty much is going to outrun him, there's nothing he can do about that. You can't scheme against that, really. If Mm -hmm. a guy just – he can just out – he can out-physical you, basically. Yeah. Um, Bill – Antonio Brown's case is Antonio Brown was actually still very talented. He was still very productive. Yeah. He just, I, I just, I think he's he was just volatile. That's the thing Bill Belichick never really picks up. He never picks up volatile players. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. That, that's, that well, that's why he let him go so quick. Yeah. The second, <laughs> it's like we gonna get one week out of him. But you know what though? 
since he played one week, guess what? What? If they win the ring this year, he gets a ring. I don't think he does. Yes, he does. If you get traded, you don't get the ring. Yes, you do. I need evidence on that one too. But um, <laughs> I should. We should have known he was going to get released when Bill Belichick walked off of that press conference. Because you didn't see it, but it was like it was. Bill Belichick said point blank when I talk about Antonio Brown. First few questions about Antonio Brown. He just walked the fuck off. I'm like, yeah, he should. Yeah, he yeah. Be, so he be gone. I don't watch. Uh, clarification. I, I say this a lot. But I do want to say it one more time, just for the first time, listeners. I do not watch NFL football because Kaepernick doesn't have a job. So I did not see this um, press, conference. New press conference. It was what on ESPN I, what the whole I day. Am always about, though, I don't watch ESPN. I'm, I'm, I'm a podcast listener, man. Oh, yeah, you said that, yeah. So um, what I don't, what I do do, I said do do. <laughs> <laughs> Stinky. What I do do, though, is. Um, I, I listen to news. I watch news. Yeah. And the only time I really get any news about football or anything like that is if I'm listening to one of my podcasts, yeah, which is the ESPN podcast. Well, I have two podcasts. I listen to Jaylee and Jacoby, and I listen to Bomani Jones. Bomani Jones. Antonio Brown's about to get released. And they um, they talk about it sometimes. And then if I'm at work sometimes, I watch uh, what's the bait show with Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. I watch Undisputed, and sometimes be? I go back to First Take, and, but First Take ain't so good with all that extra yelling. Because Stephen A. Smith, man, so he's however, yeah. So ever since Skip left, man, he done turned up the Stephen A. and the Stephen A. Smith part. Bro, they paid him dude ten million dollars a year. They probably ask him to do that. Yeah, maybe, but golly, man. Anyway, you know what? I have the opposite problem with um with Undisputed. Like, I like Skip and Shannon. Shannon is just too get hood for you? No. They, oh. Their subject matter is very limited. No matter what they're talking about, they will they will inevitably bring up either LeBron James, Tom Brady, or the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I need them to talk about other shit. LeBron James. <laughs> uh, listen, if LeBron, if the subject... I'm always there for the LeBron James talk. I, I, okay, listen, okay. First of all, I don't like how they... T- There's an episode where they talked about LeBron James for the whole two and a half hours. I need to see that episode then. Well, my thing is, if you're talking about LeBron James, if you're talking about Russell Wilson and the game he just had, why is LeBron James coming up all of a sudden? LeBron James. Um, it's the weirdest shit, man. I was like, I mean, some people like to stay on subject, man. Look, the, the show should just be called Skip and Shannon. We, we know from two people talking on on um on um audio file, whatever we're doing right now. We know for two people podcasting right now that. Sometimes you go back to something in the middle of a conversation. Yeah, but it shouldn't be that consistent. They talk about the same the fucking three subjects. So hey, hey, I could do that. I could talk about LeBron James all day, man. Anyway, but I will say this: his though. new shoes come out next month. I, I, I think I can't wait. Oh, uh, that's some shit that's pissing me off recently too. But we'll get to right. that another time. Okay. Um, I will say this though: I was kind of sad to find out that when Disney bought uh, Fox, that they didn't also t- absorb the news channels. Cause I wanted to see Shannon go up against Max. The the news oh Fox News yeah like um when Disney bought Fox they bought everything but Fox News and Fox Sports yeah they uh but nobody wants the <laughs> responsibility of Fox News Fox <laughs> News probably come over after we no longer have a Republican president is this 
Is Disney a liberal or a conservative company? Or they just don't give a fuck? Disney is a... Well, it's Hollywood. So they probably just don't give a fuck. It's liberal. I don't mean that they're liberal. But it's a business, so they probably don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to see Shannon go up against Max at least one time. Because you got Max's intellectualism versus Shannon's wisdom. Hmm. And, this one, and I also wanted to see Skip go up against um, Shannon. I mean, Max. Not Max. Um... Steven in a few more times too. That shit was interesting when they were together. Yeah, it, it, that was that was kind of cool. Anyway, see, yeah. see, you remember this? Getting off subject. Tonyo Brown's crazy. Right? We got yeah. off subject to talk about getting off subject. Yeah, um, Tonyo <laughs> Brown. Um, the thing I don't understand with people in their position, and I don't know if this is sexist to say or not, but or misogynistic to say, but why do you keep finding all these women that tell you no? I don't know. I got an answer for that, though. I don't know, but I have an answer for that. And I've given you the answer after the break. Welcome to Freestyle Friday. Good morning, good evening, or afternoon. I am your host, Holiday, and he is... A man called Tiz. We are here every single Fridays, except for the Fridays that we're not because we're colored people, and colored people sometimes forget. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button or whatever you following us on. Yeah, I'm not one and only, but there's only one other dude like me, but he's on the other side of the planet, so you got to kind of fuck with me. Take care. Be safe. Holla! And we are back. All right. So I was supposed to give you an answer to something, right? Yeah, like the fact like guys like him somehow keep finding these women that tell them no. Oh, oh, oh. So as a person who rarely got told no back in my own back in my single days, there there's always gonna be someone that's gonna tell you no. I'm gonna tell you this that like that. Like and those are the ones you go after because it's more of a challenge. Uh, says you, but okay. <laughs> so you're going to have, so in anybody's life, there's going to, I ain't going to say anybody's life, so there might be men out there that we do have incels. But for the most part, no, those motherfuckers. you're going to have women that says yes. They're going to say yes all the time to multiple people it doesn't matter you have women out there that's just like men you have women out there that i say just like men <laughs> i put all men down yeah right but you you have women out there that what are we just talking like about what we say men are right you have women out there that are a little bit more quaint a little bit more quiet and they're the you can basically talk to them and they're they're not pushy towards things. So you could talk, hey, how you doing? My name's Holiday. I would like to have sex with you. <laughs> right. And she would say yes. Just because she wanted to be pursued. Hmm. But then you have women with, I ain't going to say no women have standards, but you have women with a different set of standards on them that they know what they want. They already been through something or whatever like that, but they know exactly what they want, and they know you're not it. <laughs> right. No matter if you're Antonio Brown, no matter if you're Holiday, no matter if you are Prince, no matter if you are Tom, Dick, or Joe, they know that you're not it. Right. And you're going to ask them, and it usually, especially someone you're paying. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I don't get why he does that. Yeah, especially yeah. someone you're paying like a, a chiropractor or a manager or, a or fucking an painter. agent or who? <laughs> a painter. Like the second yeah, girl was a painter. painter. Yeah, yeah so, so they don't, they want to keep that stuff strictly um, there, and especially women in the arts. Like women in the arts, are, you have a different array of them. Like some women in the arts don't want to don't want to fuck with you at all Yeah, just because you're not, they think of you as corny. Like, because <laughs> so, you're not an artist like them. There was this yeah. one person I used to talk to um, when she first met me, and I, I didn't. I've never dated. The only person I ever dated after my teenage years was my wife. So, and we started dating at thirty one. Yeah. But somewhere in my twenties, I was talking to this one girl, and found out that it, she liked me as a person. But as an artist, she thought I was completely ignorant and stupid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because my art was different from her art. Um, her art was more complicated. Um, she was a rapper, too. Her art was more complicated. It was more of a uh, I want to say 5% vibe. Hmm. But it was more on that majestic shit. Something like um, Taleb Kweli or um, Most Def or something like that. Yeah. That that's that's her. She was eccentric. Okay. And then I was a uh, rapper from hood causes, so I was more of the uh, Pastor Troy Trick Daddy type rapper and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just had that whole mindset of I'm gonna do this myself. So my beats was different, everything. So anyway, since she was talking on this higher plane than me, yeah. And my raps were more commercialized. Even though she knew me as a person, like you trying to sell hits, she, yeah, she she threw my uh, she threw my whole shit like, hey, so I don't nah. <laughs> yeah. So, like when it comes to stuff like that, you never know what the woman is thinking. They might not even respect you as a person. Okay, but but they still go take that money because money is money. You got to gig, you got to gig. You know what I'm saying? Oh, true. But my thing is. I guess the point I'm making but is... But they tell you, no, don't pursue it. You got other women yeah, out there that ain't going to tell and you And yes. I think that's my point. <laughs> that is my point. Like, you talking about being a challenge. I got rich so I don't have to have challenges. Yeah. All right? If she say no, fuck it. Just move on to the next shit. Yeah, that's that was one of my mentalities, too. Like, for anything a woman won't do, there's a woman out there that looks exactly like her that will. Yeah. That's enough of them. And I was like, bro, like, listen, she said no, just move on. Like, I'm pretty sure her homegirl smashed. Yeah. Mama, mama will smash. Yes, it's like <laughs> it's not. It's not that fucking serious, Antonio. Um, and you know what? Not and, and Big Ben, not to not to leave him out of that. Um, because and I'm saying that because Antonio is going to fuck off right now. Is he still going off? Why this nigga is trying to. He should bring up everybody's but shit. I know we're recording this on September the twenty second. At shit, what time is it? Uh, one thirty-five p.m. Eastern time. p.m. Eastern time. He is right now, bro. He's bringing up Shannon Sharp shit, and a, a case that Shannon Sharp actually beat. Apparently, like found out the girl was actually lying. We can't say he beat the case. Let's say he was found innocent. I don't think he got that point. I think he was taking it to court. And I don't think he got that far. Okay. Like he was letting the, he was letting to be investigated basically. Okay, so charges were dropped. Right. Um, I don't like saying someone beat a case because R. Kelly beat the cases, which means okay, kid, like it, it implies, really happened. Yeah, but he just never got allegedly. Yeah. But he just didn't get caught for it. Right. Okay. So uh, he's bringing up Ben shit, um, and he's also bringing up Robert Kraft. I was like, 
Well, nigga, you know, you know, you still trying to get money from Robert Kraft, right? Why would you bring his name up? <laughs> and we all know, like all the rich people out here doing that shit. I ain't gonna say all, but anytime you use something all encompassing like the word all, it's not really all. It's just uh, metaphorically speaking. But metaphorically speaking, all rich people out here doing this this weird shit. Right. Right. All these rich people we just found out with Jeffrey Epstein. That was out here uh, poking little kids. <laughs> and fuck on, all of you. On, on islands, all these politicians and two presidents, uh, ex-president and the current president, is in, is all wrapped up in this. So I knew he was going to die anyway, but still, um, that, those are things that we know happens uh, in those circles because they have the money to be able to do what the fuck they want to do. Right. So... So Robert Kraft, uh, Antonio Brown, Shannon Sharp, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, all those people out here um, not listening to the word no or either getting caught up in uh, sexual scams and shit. Um, we know that shit is going on. So with us knowing that shit is going on, they also know that shit is going on. And they probably understand each other behind doors, but they also know that you have to be political about this shit. Mm. So... Of course they go drop Antonio Brown, but they're dropping you Antonio Brown not because you are out here doing some kind of fucked up shit. It's because you're not out here apologizing and, and doing the political stuff they need you to do. Right. Because they let you play. <laughs> yeah. Even after the thing, they let you play. Like, if he never sent that, sec- that text message to that second girl, he probably plays the whole season. Yeah. And they told you to shut the fuck up about that shit, and you didn't. Yeah. You went on ahead and sent the text message. Don't say nothing, bitch. Nah, they told you to shut the fuck up. Bro, even after that, he probably could be back in the NFL right now. I guarantee somebody like Detroit would sign him. Some nothing happening team would sign him. And he's he's I don't think nobody s- touching him now. Not that not that little tirade he went on today. Yeah, they, I don't think nobody touching him now. But you know what? You know what? You know who didn't go through all that dumb shit? Colin Kaepernick. Good point. That's that a was good a point. good demeanor. He just said. He he did the exact opposite though. Like he should have been a little bit more vocal. But, yeah, I, but I I think I decided that I'm watching football next year no matter what though. Think think so? Because unless he comes out and start being vocal about it and talking to people about it, mm. putting words out there, then there's nothing no one wants to do to the cause. Like it's just no. like when I was telling you a long time ago that I used to sit I used to protest and I was basically out there yeah. protesting by myself. You get tired of that shit. Like, uh, <laughs> I will say this though: if he gets picked back up, though, I if if Tony Brown gets picked back up and Colin Kaepernick doesn't, somebody needs to sit down and talk to the fucking NFL. And Colin Kaepernick, even though Antonio Brown is a top, is the top receiver in the league as of last year, yeah, because he could catch a ball from anyone, he could get open all the time, blah blah blah. Colin Kaepernick would be the best, the safest choice per position out of them. And that's a team right now who has a quarterback with the same exact skill set as Colin Kaepernick. That quarterback needs to sit down and rest because he just keeps getting broken up. And he needs time to heal. Carolina. Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton. Cam Newton and, and Colin Kaepernick has the same exact game. And Colin Kaepernick is actually a better thrower. He's a better passer. Right, because he's not blazing fast. Uh-uh. Like he ain't like RG three or Michael Vick. 
You ran he ain't that. go. He'll try. To, he'll run, but he ain't gonna run you over. Yeah, you know I'm saying, but basically, you know, like Michael Vick and R and RG three were basically just extra running backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we do have a team out there that he should be on. That's my old team, by the way. Um, <laughs> but he probably won't get there. Yeah. And it's the smartest move to do to put him there because you won. You're saving another quarterback. Yeah. And you're actually saving a franchise if you hire Colin Kaepernick to be on the Carolina Panthers. So that's my move for the day. Mm. I know we're talking about Antonio Brown, but right now, say the Carolina Panthers hire Colin Kaepernick. Right. All right, what's up? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I was, I was passing the mic to you, man. Oh, so if they pick up Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Cause you I'm, ain't got to talk about that, man. No, so, I'm sorry, because Shannon Sharp is firing back. Oh, yeah, what are you saying? All right, so basically, it's like this is response. This is on my Facebook page. He was talking. He was talking shit on um, Twitter too. Um, oh, speaking of uh, social media, did you see my um that that meme I posted about uh Takashi Six Nine, who we forgot about you, uh, Antonio say? Brown. Oh, he's like, uh, you still got twenty more years. Have you ever heard of this guy named Antonio Brown? <laughs> no, no, one. I when I posted was different. Um. Fuck, okay, I want people to see because no one actually reacted to it. Except for Pat. Shout out to Pat again. Um, Shout out. It was like, um, in the show, Mr. Hernandez, um, what else happened? <laughs> God, he was like, so that's when Antonio told me that after he started playing R. Kelly, there was almost no resistance. Oh, I saw that somewhere. <laughs> that I was saw, on my page. I didn't know it was on your page, yeah. I saw it somewhere. He was like, there was almost no resistance. I was like, yo. Um, but, um, I said, alligator on bricks? the hell on my page yeah. oh that's Australia don't go to Australia yeah I don't did, did, did you see the bat is that a man hanging upside down that's a fucking wings? bat mm, fuck that and the bat is staring like you the fucking problem here why you all up in my shot right are um, those frogs eating a snake I don't know what's going on in Australia man uh, right now he's looking at my Facebook page and I posted some shit about Australia which pretty much solidifies why I would never go there um but Shannon Sharp Says in response to A B and all those who want to know my situation for twenty ten, that's when it, he had his allegations. Um he says Is that a snake eating an alligator? Probably. Um Bundy Evans made headlines in twenty ten after filing a restraining order against Sharp, a three time Super Bowl winner who currently hosts a sports TV show, when in fact she'd been stalking him after he refused to date her. Uh, various media reports said at the time uh, the order was quickly dismissed. Uh, Bundy Evans, I guess that's the person her lawyers would have you all know. Uh, Bundy Evans was first taken to uh, Berg. Oh, not her last name. I'm sorry. Um, Bundy Evans was first taken to Bergen Regional Medical Care Center on Thursday for psychiatric evaluation before being transferred Friday to Bergen County Jail, where she remained pending extradition proceedings. So. Basically, Shannon Sharp got accused of some shit back in 2010, but it was a crazy stalker. Mm. So Shannon Sharp didn't do shit, apparently. So Shannon Sharp said no, and the girl was like, no, don't mean no. Apparently, so. I'm going to sue you for something, yeah. Uh, her name was what, uh, An An Antonia Brown? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so, but I think that's basically A.B. and Shannon Sharp seems to have some type of epic rivalry uh, that... Some few that's not going to be settled anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, but with um, 
well, with AB, I'm I'm like, man, just chill, man. Like, this dude has no chill, basically. He doesn't. Um, has he always been like this? Like, not. I'm sorry. I know we know for that he's always been like this, but has it been like other than was it a couple of years ago where he Facebook live his? Uh, him that was in the, the first room? incident that. The fans started to see some shit like that. Okay, okay, okay. Like, cause apparently, like, again, according to Ryan Clark, he'd always been a little out there. He mm-hmm. would always do shit like this. Like I said, like Ryan Clark. Think, about, do you know who Dick LeBeau is? I know you know you're a football fan, but do you know who Dick LeBeau is? I heard that name, but I don't know who that is. All right, you know the Zone Blitz, right? Who who that is? Uh, my home, my home girl from uh, college. Dick LeBeau. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> 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 he did that shit just now. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, no, um, you heard of the zone blitz, the zone blitz defensive scheme. Yeah, Dick Lowe actually created that. That's how I know him. Um, what what team did he go? Um, he started off with the Bengals. He was like defensive coordinator there. Mm-hmm. He was like, I mean, the, my man made the Hall of Fame for being a defensive coordinator and for being a football player. That's how good he is. Gangster. Like, he's been with the league up until he stopped uh, coaching a couple of years ago for like 50 years straight. Damn. Um, so, basically, when he was the defensive coordinator in Cincinnati in the 80s, he created the zone blitz, right? Okay, okay. So, Bill Cowher becomes the head coach of the Steelers in 92. Um, Dick Bowden, he's no longer coordinator in Cincinnati. He becomes our DB coach. Mm-hmm. But in being our DB coach, he's teaching Dom Capers, our defensive coordinator, in the zone blitz. That's where Blitzburg came from. The Steelers with the steel curtain in the seventies, but in the nineties they became Blitzburg. Because I remember z- that. Yeah. Um, so then Dom Capers become the first Panthers head coach. Um, and Dick I Lebeau, remember that too. Right. And Dick Lebeau becomes our defensive Sam coordinator when the Steelers went to the Super Bowl ninety five. Right, right. Then he becomes a head coach at Cincinnati. Didn't work out. Um as well. I think I'm skipping some things there. But that's how legendary this dude is, right? And he has this reputation of being, I want to say father figure because everybody uses that, everybody uses that for black men. But he's basically a leader of men, right? Right. Um, so people love him. The players he coached love him. So Antonio Brown, he cussed him out at a practice, mm. and that's when I said Ryan Clark's about to bust his ass. Yeah. That's when Ryan Clark's about to bust his ass over that, and they had to pull Ryan Clark back from him. Um, like nigga. So that's uh, and that's how disrespectful Antonio Brown was being on the team. But again, Antonio Brown, the the team was changing. Mike Tomlin, to his credit, people talk about his defense and all that, right? Like right. he was a defensive coordinator, he was a DB coach. Why are the DB so bad? Why is the defense not as good as it used to be? Because Mike Tomlin changed the he changed the team to reflect the league mm-hmm. at the time, right? You can't just go out there and knock niggas out no more in the NFL. Yeah, right. Sure can't. Which is, I don't, I don't, I, I don't. I'm one of those people that think. I mean, I don't watch football no more. I already said that. But I'm one of those people that think that football was better when you can knock the shit out of people. It was more balanced. I like like a, it's more of a, a purist game. Yeah. Um. But that's how Antonio Brown was wilding. But Mike Tomlin realizing that what we're trying to do here, Antonio Brown is very important to that. Mm-hmm. So he was giving him that leeway, and the shit just started to snowball from there. But again, to Mike Tomlin's credit. He was able to keep all of that shit in-house until Antonio Brown left the reservation, as he used to say. Yeah. And that, with that Facebook Live post. You know, he was cracking a little bit. Yeah. 
But yeah, and, it's, it's crazy. And then you start to seeing shit on the sidelines, being all demonstrative and all that. And then it just boils her head with the whole not coming up to a game. Well, the Steelers are trying to get into the playoffs, and this dude just didn't show up for practice that week. He didn't. <laughs> and then decided uh, to come to the game. When was this, last year? Yeah, at the end of last year. Oh, man. No, we won the game anyway, but it was like it was a harder-fought game than it had to be. Right. It was like 13-10, I think, instead mm. of being like a lot of points or no points. Um, So Mike Tomlin, I think, has a rule. Like, if you don't practice at least one game, one practice, mm-hmm. you ain't playing no matter the situation because mm-hmm. it makes sense. You ain't part of the game plan. Smart. Um, So Antonio Brown shows up to the game, just shows the fuck up. Hey, guys, I'm here. And they was like, no. And he just thought I wasn't coming, huh? <laughs> so he sits on the sideline for like a half and then just takes the fuck off. We go, like, like, I don't know why you came, but okay. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's that's what that was the end of his saga with us. Okay. And the Raiders, like the fucking great franchise they are, decided we'll give you a third and fifth round for that. Mm-hmm. It's like. Joke's on you. Yeah, right? They still got their third and fifth round, though. I mean, with them, and then he's complaining about the fact that these teams can void guarantees. It's like, yeah, it's guaranteed provided you do all the shit that's in the contract. Yeah. Like, Oakland could, Oakland, he didn't get any money out of Oakland because I think one million of it was, like, workout bonuses. Like, he had to show up to, he had to show up to X amount of workouts to get a million dollars. Right. Didn't do that. Okay, well, it's a million dollars. Maybe you don't need it. I could use it, but maybe you don't need it. Um, And then... He had another void where if he doesn't play the first game, they can void out the uh, out the twenty nine million. Yeah, doesn't show off of that. So that's when they traded him. Yeah, no, no they traded him. No, nah, no. Nah, after he missed that first game, no, he didn't um, miss the game. They traded him. They traded him, and that allowed them to void the twenty nine million. So he couldn't get that. Are you talking about with Oakland? Oakland? I yeah. thought they cut him. Well, they cut it. I'm sorry. Yeah. They cut him. So when they cut him, that voided the twenty nine million because So how much did he actually get paid? Like Nothing. Nothing like, at Oakland. I'm about to say I don't even think he saw a penny. Not because he didn't he voided the first million, then he voided the second the, mm. the twenty nine million. Crazy. And Crazy. Let somebody say, Hey, I'm gonna give you fifty million dollars to chip. I'm gonna give you thirty million dollars to play to, a child's game. Yeah, to come play man shit. Now all you gotta do is show up, play game play the play and ball. You know, I'm only playing that one year though. Well receiver I could probably play receiver until I get old, fat, and lazy. Yeah, he's yeah. Think about it. A wide receiver is the second most protected position in in the sport. Yeah, it ain't like in the early in the nineties and the before where they could just jack you up up and down Unless, the field. Except for that time he got hit by Burfitt. And everybody's trying to say that's when this just started. <laughs> I mean, I think that's an easy that's an easy out for him. Mm-hmm. Like the head, like I think that what Shannon Sharp and others are saying is that this is the guy he's always been. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell you for somebody that. Was wearing a helmet and hit a uh, the a truck head first about forty five miles an hour and okay what a year a year before that had a incident where I hit a ground about sixty miles an hour. I want to talk to Pat and confirm all this shit you but, keep saying. You nah, know? this is motorcycle stuff. Oh, okay, so um, this but but I mean you might have a concussion and stuff like that and you yeah. might have injuries later on like I might have CTE issues later on down the line. I think CTE comes from rep- repeated blows to the head. Uh, right? Repeated but we're talking about repeated motorcycle accident blows. Okay, I got you. So, we don't know and they still don't know the extent of CTE. So, they don't but they also know that even in high school people start started uh getting those issues and they even have like confirmed cases like nineteen twenty year olds. Yeah. 
the way it, it happened to him like that. So I figure, especially if you could have 19, 20 year olds, people in high school that's getting, um, having CTE issues, then I might definitely have some from the motorcycle accident. But the reason why I say that is, um, I've been knocked silly on the football field too, but I've been knocked silly a couple of times and it doesn't change your demeanor that much. Like that's like saying that, um, after my last motorcycle accident, I hit my head so hard I got I woke up smarter because I start that's when I started getting my working on my degrees and stuff like that. Yeah. So it when the dementia and all that stuff sets in, the brain diseases sets in later on in life, that stuff could be trapped back, but there's nothing in those hits that's gonna turn you different than the person that you are yeah. immediately at the stop of a finger. So if this is the person that he is now, and there are people out there saying that this is who he's always been. Believe those people. That's probably who he's always been. Yeah. He's probably, and even with, like, Junior Seau and all them people, like, Junior Seau, he killed himself, like, a few years after his retirement. It wasn't even that long, right? I want to say no. Yeah, because yeah, cause he was dead before he could go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so that, those things, um, they said they increased um, aggression just started coming on, yeah. quickly so if there's anything like the fact that he can't sit down and shut the fuck up and he's like ab is uncontrolled cannot be controlled right now yeah that may mean that something's acting up in him like right now and he needs to be he needs his brain look that brain scan or something like that so but they always say that when it happens it happens it's like a couple of years and it's over I mean, I don't want to get into the cycle and the cycle analytics of it. Yeah, because um, you know I'm only an Let's amateur. Get to the science of it. I'm only an amateur, and <laughs> I just think he has. I mean, if I had to say anything, he probably simplest solution, usually the correct one. He probably just has basic impulse control problems. Yeah, he's spoiled. He's one of them people that don't want to be told what to do. So yeah, and yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess cause I think I didn't go with the same thing with Ben. Like, I think the only difference is. Ben got spanked early for it, at least when he got in the NFL. Yeah, because Ben was, like, barely in, and he was like, oh, I can't just have sex with women in the bathroom even though they say no? Yeah. All right. And, <laughs> and think about it. And he didn't do – think about the difference, too. With he Antonio. had, like, two or three different occasions, too, didn't he? Well, two cases that I know of. Two cases that everybody knows of. But also, the difference between Ben and Antonio is that Ben was doing shit that the league had to jump in on. You know what I'm saying? Like – you ain't that important to the league, my nigga. Oh, yeah, because Ben was a quarterback. Yeah, no, I'm saying with the, the nature of what he was doing early. Like, this is shit that just popped. Think about it. These are actually the same type of things. Just that Ben did this shit early. AB just now getting this shit out of the way. Yeah, that is right. So the league stepped in quick and said, no, fuck this. You all right? You ain't, you're not, this ain't a Steelers problem. This is a league problem. So now you're getting suspended for it. AB's shit early on was more like the Steelers' problem. And again, he was very important to what the Steelers are trying to do. Right. So my Apple Watch just told me that I need to stand up and move around. So what we're going to do is take one more break. We're going to come back and close this out, maybe. Maybe we're going to close it out. Maybe not. Are you in the know? Do you want to know the latest happenings, where to go? In today's world, it's all about encounters, learning, growing, living. It's time to do more than just exist. It's time to have an encounter. Life-changing, mind-blowing, impactful, beneficial 
Encounters, and it's all right here at your fingertips. Encounter the magazine. Have you had an encounter today? www.encounterthemagazine.com www.facebook.com forward slash encounter me too encounter me too at gmail.com that's encounter me the number two at gmail.com encounter the magazine and we are back we're talking about antonio brown we did talk a little bit about who uh, Shannon Sharp. And we shouted out Pat Brown. Pat Brown? <laughs> Pat Watts. Oh. <laughs> um, we didn't talk about Dennis Rodman. Oh, this 30 for 30? That 30 for 30 came out, man. We you ain't know, even talk about it. You know what got me? You know who's my favorite basketball player ever? I guess Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Even more so than LeBron? Yes. Dennis Rodman, I, I've read every single thing that ever come out about Dennis Rodman. His story was fascinating, though. Yes, it is. That shit was really fascinating to me. Um, I do need to look look at the thirty for thirty because oh, you didn't maybe see there's it. something in it that I don't, I haven't read about before. You didn't see it? No. Okay, um, bro, the busy part, life, man. Not to spoil it, but the part that got me is when Isaiah Thomas started crying for him. That shit got to me. I was like, damn. I was like, yeah. Did they talk about when he was um about to commit suicide in front of the stadium? Yeah. Our uh, basketball was it stadium? Um, arena. Arena. Oh, that thing okay. is interchangeable. I think um, the Bulls Arena used to be called Chicago Stadium. Okay. So. But yeah, um, that I heard about the Madonna stuff he said on the Breakfast Club. I was like, <laughs> oh shit! And they he finally get Mad- told that story. <laughs> you want to get Madonna pregnant? That shit was funny. Yeah. Did you see the thing about him breaking his dick three times? He didn't talk about that on there. Oh, he didn't on that. He he did talk about it before. I was like, golly. My question is, how do you break it again? Like, whatever the fuck he was doing, stop I, that. I think what happened the first time was after you broke it one time, it makes it easier to break the second thing. And okay. he's probably just starting trying to refuck too soon right behind it. Okay, because I'm like, if I break my dick, whatever the fuck I was doing, I'm stopping everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving the house again. I'll probably never fuck again. I, I have, like, PTS penis D. I was like, I'll be peeking out the blinds. <laughs> Look at that bitch right there. <laughs> she wants to fuck again. <laughs> like every woman I see, mm-hmm. just meet with suspicion. Yeah, but um, it was um, it was a very fascinating um, uh, piece. One of the I thought it was one of the better pieces um that they've done. I don't think it beats broke. Um, What's broke? You know, oh that came out like oh yeah broke. I seen broke. Um, like if I had to rank the thirty for thirties, I'd say. It's broke one. Broke one? Yeah, broke was one. The used two. Um, the Allen Iverson story, though. I didn't see that one. The Allen Iverson story is where I'll be putting a lot of my stuff in. Nature Boy is three. I like the Ric Flair one. Woo! Um, four. Let me redo that. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Four, and five, four is probably the Dennis Robin story. And... Five is maybe Youngstown Boys, the one with uh, Maurice Claret and the coach from Ohio State. I don't know that one. So I would go, and this is no particular order, but I would go with the Randy Mouse story, Allen Iverson story, Broke, a Fat Five story, Dennis Rodman story. See, that's why he doing top five. I always leave something out. I think the, <laughs> the Fat Five creeps back up in there. Yeah. And I think Fat five, five takes number five. All right. 
Um, but that's out of all the ones I've seen, though. Um, but, yeah, I felt bad for Dennis Rodman. I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. I've always known because um, just about to tell how much of a nerd I was. But in high school, basically, we could go to library, yeah. library time. Yeah. And this is when uh, the internet will archive stuff. Yeah. So you can go into archives on the internet. And I read every single archive about Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Um, I think it was before he even got to the Bulls. I remember. Uh, it might be his first year to the Bulls. And then all I had to do after that was follow everything that was behind that. <laughs> I remember I didn't know much about him when I was a kid. I was a real big, a real big Bulls fan. I just remember my old man being, because he was a Bulls fan too back then. Um, I remember him being very excited about it. So I was excited about it. So I was like, what, maybe 11 when he signed? Yeah, 11. Okay. Um, and shit, well, the shit obviously worked. I think but I think Dennis Rodman is a great example of you don't have to shoot 38 threes to be valuable, goddammit. No, I thought, I thought him not needing to score and then basically he said, hey, I'm very good at rebounding. And defense, too. Yeah. And I'm very good at defense. And I'm going to be the best rebounder, best defensive player that we ever got, we ever had in the NBA. I think having somebody like that, especially them last three years, yeah. the last the last three years on the Bulls, yeah. enabled everybody else to pick that game up. Because one of the things Michael Jordan was looking for when he was talking to Phil about bringing Dennis on or looking for another player was he wanted someone – that will play defense and do all the hard stuff where they're not wanting the ball. Yeah. Because that allowed Jordan to – everybody says, oh, Jordan's big defensive player. But what everyone doesn't put into his legacy is Jordan didn't really have to play defense that hard. Not primary on the ball defense. Not those – Not those. He was a big help defender. Years. Yeah. He was a real big help defender. He could steal a ball, but it's yeah. – uh, Basically, he was the – he was the backcourt version of a shot blocker. Yeah, like like you wouldn't ask like you wouldn't ask somebody like Ben Wallace to play Shaq and stop Shaq, right? But what you would ask Ben Wallace to do is creep over when somebody's you know driving the lane and block that shot. You know who could stop Shaq though? To keep me my tumble, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dennis Rodman, you know, you're right though, because Dennis Rodman got into your fucking head. Dennis Rodman was the dude. So if you ever get a chance to go back on YouTube or whatever like that, just watch all Dennis Rodman videos. Yeah, they showed how he was uh, only six seven. Shaq was beasting Luke Lonely. Yeah. Fucking him up. And then they put Dennis Rodman on Shaq. And, only and six, Dennis Rodman shut Shaq down. And he was only six I'm not saying only in Shaq's prime. Yeah, and I say only that's a relative term, but Dennis Rodman was six seven. Yeah. Six seven. He, hey, think about it, he's not even tall for a power forward. Nope. Think about, <laughs> think about it. Six seven, you 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 kind of a small forward. Yeah, he was only at power forward just because they needed someone to rebound the ball. He was that good at rebounding balls. Yeah. And and people and, – and this shows me that for all the analytics that goes on in sports, especially basketball nowadays, no one seems to analyze the totality of, of the sport. Think about it. If, if Dennis Rodman and his 18 rebounds again, defensive rebounds. Right. That's what, 20 uh, – 36 points? That he yeah. keeps off the boards. Yeah. And think about how good he was offensive rebounding. And they used to always they used to go in on that too on uh, during the game. If he gets a good seven, um, eight offensive rebounds a game, yeah. that's an extra what, 
14 to 16 points. That's yep. your third score right there. Yep. That's your third score right there. And then Dennis Rodman was not the assist guy. He will always be the assist to the assist. Yeah. So they was like, once the ball leaves Dennis Rodman's hands, it will quickly leave another set of hands and been, then be scored. Right. And this is the point I was making about Lonzo Ball. When people were talking about his um the fact that he can't shoot, right? Right. It's like, okay, he can't shoot. But he gives you what? Let's say he gives you ten point he gives you ten points. He gives you a low level double double. Ten and ten, right? Right. Ten points, ten, ten assists, assists, right? He is responsible for another twenty points with his ten assists. Yeah, so he's responsible for thirty points. Yeah. And it's like people just don't understand the actual sport anymore. Because they don't they don't look at it the same way. They just look at Oh, I can jack up thirty eight threes. Position. Yeah. It's just like in football, you look at quarterbacks, you look at receivers, you look at running backs. And then back in the days, 10, 15, 20 years ago, you also look at like linebackers and yeah. defensive backs and stuff like that. Back in the days, you will look at uh you look at your scores, you always look at scores. Yeah. But at least back then they'd be like, Okay, he's a rebounder. Or okay, he is a defensive player. He could shut somebody down. They appreciated that back then. None of that is appreciated now. It's only the scores. <laughs> yeah, basically anything that can generate yeah. stats. And like, like we had that problem with my high school football team. Like nobody wanted to play the O line. Yeah. Because O line doesn't generate stats. Well, at right. least for the actual player. Everybody, all the big dudes wanted to play D line so they can get all the sacks and all that, right? So, yeah. But I, I always try to explain these dudes. Like, listen, there's a reason why. Linemen make a lot of money in the NFL, especially left yeah. tackles. Um, there's a reason why the Ravens um, and the Bears back in the um, days, in the, in the, like in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. they were paying all this money to those big guys on the D-line. Because yeah. even though they ain't generating stats, they help everything work. You ain't running for 2,000 yards if your old line ain't shit, unless you're Barry Sanders. But you got to be smart as fuck, too, to um, be an old lineman. Yeah. That's, that's probably why, why you didn't make it, right? No, that's why they moved me to center. I was smart. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm yeah, joking. I was like, fuck. Like, smartest nigga in the world. Yeah. Center um, is the uh, smartest one. Like, he's the, it's the most complicated the, one. You call the blocks. Yeah. Basically, there's only two people who's going to call a block, pass blocking scheme on the on the play. That's either the quarterback or the center. And they moved me to center because they wanted me. One, I didn't have the footwork for playing on the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I was smart enough to actually know that, hey, if the nose guard is over me, this is an odd blocking scheme. So guard, get the linebacker. I'll take care of the nose, or at least chip the nose so you can, before you get the linebacker. Mm-hmm. If I can't handle the nose by myself, right. So or if I see like the guy shaded between us, like he's lined up between us, this is this is a stack block. Mm-hmm. No, 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 stack. That's a gap block. Um, so on and so forth, like stuff that you got. Get you forgetting stuff from college. That stuff you, you got to know pretty old, quick. Man. Yeah, right. Um, that's stuff that um, you gotta be able to think about quickly before, because you only got a few seconds before the play comes on. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. yeah, that's a smart position. Those are smart positions, and they don't get the glory. But um, um, that's what I want to say. Yeah, the girls in school ain't giving you no ass right now because you ain't got 150 rushing yards. But you know who's looking at you? Scouts. Yeah. Because they're gonna read the paper and say, "Why is this running back? This running back is getting a lot of yards every game." Who's blocking for him? Yeah. This linebacker gets 15 tackles a game. Who's playing in front of him? Because yep. for some reason, those, line, those linemen can't get to him. That's why I always think they – I always say this when it comes to football, it's them trenches. 
Yeah. Right there in the trenches is where if if your DBs are in the backfield every play, you're gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> if you blow the DB, I said DBs. Lie if your def- if your DL is in the backfield every play, you're gonna lose. Yeah. Like if your D line is getting pushed into the linebackers, you're gonna lose. Right. Yeah. So I mean, so, I don't know. I think that's a societal thing, though. I don't think people are able to actually see what's just, what's the phrase: the forest for the trees. Yeah. I never understood what that actually fucking meant, but I think it's just, I think the it's tree from the forest. Again, I don't know what the fuck that actually meant, but I think it applies. Here, you can't see, you can't see the. No one focuses on the little things that makes the big things happen. So you see the forest, but you don't see the actual. You tree. see the forest, but you don't see the actual trees. Okay, and uh, well, that applies here. Then I was right. Right, right. See, I learn things through context. So. <laughs> No, seriously, I have friends who always actually uh, get mad at me because I knew words and shit, mm-hmm. or what words meant. And it was like, nigga, I'm not sitting here reading a fucking dictionary. I just learn through context. Yeah. I take the word out that confuses me and read the sentence and figure out what you were trying to say there. Yeah, that's what that's the way they teach you how to read. Yeah. That's how I learned how to read in, like, first grade and stuff. Yeah, it's simple. It's like, oh, oh, okay. I was, like, one of them reading Rainbow kids that, like, by the week, end of week three, I was finished. I fucking miss reading Rainbow. I wish that shit was still on. Reading Rainbow. Did you ever see the Funny or Die video with, um, with Reading Rainbow? anywhere. Just take a look. It's in the book. Can I get sued for that? Let me stop right here, because if I was to start Notice singing, I got reading, quiet, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got quiet as fuck, okay? Now, so, what you was about to say? Did you ever see the Funny or Die with him? Maybe. Um, Basically, nah, I'm not going to ruin it. If you can find it, because you know it used to be on YouTube. You're running out of time here, so tell us what <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what we can find you, man. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Mansur Musa the Seventh. Uh, You can find me on Facebook, but I probably won't. If I don't know you, I'm probably not going to accept the friend request, so. All right. Um, you can follow everything that we do on Distraction Network. That's www.distractionnetwork.com. My name is Holiday. You can find me at Holiday4000 on Twitter, Holiday.x on Instagram, and Holiday is spelled H-O-L-I-D-A-E. Again, you can find anything that we do on our website, www.distractionnetwork.com. There you'll be able to find the podcast. You'll be able to find editorials. D is writing editorials now also, so we're getting a lot more of those, and they're a lot more, um, I'm going to say, educationally spent. <laughs> so, uh, also, outside of that, y'all, take care. Uh, uh, Ted's got something to say. Also, shout out to Allen University, uh, HBCU, week, HBCU week last week. Uh, it was last week mother. or two weeks ago? That was last week, I thought. Okay. It's for alma mater. All right, so we, we were going to talk about HBCU today, but uh, we want someone else to come in as well to talk about HBCU Week. So we will be posting the HBCU Week podcast down the line. Take care. Be safe. Holla! Oh, oh, oh I should have said, like, Ja Rule. Holla! <laughs> Developing a strong mind Years ago, they stopped making my kind Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's alright cause I'm on the grind